Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before, and we read those scripts today joining us the hilarious uh very funny very not in cold play chris martin is here chris has never seen maestro but he rewrote it and we read a script and we have a really good time it's so much fun uh, i love chris's script he's a, his, his comedy is so funny too you're gonna love him chris m comedy on instagram he has a new special called above ground comedian you can check out uh on on blonde medicine the same label where uh you know i put my album out so go find his album above ground comedian and uh, he's just the best. The script is so fun. We found out about five seconds before recording that we live one house from each other here in L.A. So we go on about, you know, it took us, you know how I am. If there's an ability to get distracted, I'm going to do it. But we talk about movies, some Oscars, maestro, acting, all sorts of stuff. We have a really good time. You're going to love this episode. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you. I appreciate everyone who listens here. Uh, anyone who subscribes to the Patreon or any of that sort of stuff as well, I want to let you guys know. I, I, I know I'm I'm hyping it up a lot, but I got shows coming up in in Denver, Colorado, uh, Fort Collins, and Boulder, as well as Portland and Seattle and the Bay Area and stuff. All those st- tickets are going to be up at KyleAyers.com. I got some of the dates up there now. More coming soon. Please, if you're in Denver, Fort Collins, or Boulder, please get tickets to those uh, today. It would mean the world to me. Um, I'm taking out the show, hard to say, the comedy about trigeminal neuralgia, dealing with that, and so kind of the fallout of living with chronic pain. And in the show, it means a ton to me, and, and I would love for folks to see it. Um, anyways, enjoy Chris's episode. KyleAyers.com for tickets. He's Chris M. Comedy. Uh, you guys are just going to love this. It's a, it's a really, really fun time. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. 
Here's the only thing I have against people who watch football because of Taylor Swift. I have a very distinct thing against them. They won their first year, and you should have to feel sad. Yeah, you shouldn't. Come, you shouldn't come in. <laughs> you are That's not allowed true. to. Right. You are not allowed to feel good first. You need to. Go I felt sad a... for thirty-one years. Yeah, <laughs> before it was good. You got to start as like a Lions fan or something. Is that right? And then work. They've never won anything. Is that correct? Yeah, the Lions. The Cardinals are like the oldest team in the league, and they've never won. They've been in like five cities. You should have to. If you're going to be new to the sport, you should start off on a bad. You have to earn. Supporting a good team. Or a like fun team. Like the Chiefs have always been the team that blows it in monumental fashion. Yeah. So it's that to some people that's even worse than if they're bad. Okay, yeah. No, I know that. Uh, so my... Taylor Swift fans, sorry, you you you're hanging out with the most successful popular singer, maybe since Michael Jackson, and now you jumped on the team and they won immediately. That's not fair. But are they fan are these fans fans of the Chiefs? You yeah. don't understand Taylor Swift fans are a bigger fan about the things they like than anyone you've ever met in your Interesting. life. Fantasy football leagues will be ravished by Swifties next year who will outplay everyone and be smarter than them and know everything. They they understand it. They're like explaining. They just, once they're in, they're it's like How? They're, they're so in. This was the most watched Super Bowl of all time this yeah. year. They tried some, the I reason, saw right? some publications try to claim it was way more watched than the World Cup, even though it was watched by about 900 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're short most of the people if yeah, you're yeah. making that claim. <laughs> it's sort of like where people are like, it's the difference between a million dollars and a billion dollars yeah, yeah. is almost a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the difference in the yeah. amount of people watching yeah. this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the taxes the World Cup would play yes, versus exactly. their revenue. Exactly, exactly. But it's funny that Americans always have to, always have to they always have to win. Every, it's just like, guys, it's fine. Yeah, one of the things says world. We what we like to do is we invent sports no one else wants to play. Yeah. And then we get really good at them. And now the world actually is starting to like basketball and we gotta figure that out. Yeah. Uh you guys are starting to like soccer though. You're starting to like it. A little the, the numbers are going up. Look, if this country liked women, <laughs> we would love successful soccer. <laughs> we are so good at our women's yeah. soccer team is yeah. so good. Very good. Um, but yeah, we are starting to like soccer. I mean, Kansas City is a huge soccer city. They've got World Cup games. Coming to Kansas City. That's great. I'm, I need to get. Uh, that's, I need to get, get tickets for it. I'm on the lottery. Yeah. There's. You're on a lottery already. Yeah, you can sign up. Oh, Christ. I'm, I'm very the, excited for the uh, 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 people right. going between the stadiums. Oh, I, let's it? drive to Kansas City from L.A. Oh, that's, that's going to be a fun oh, thing yeah. for like people coming in town from, <laughs> uh, you know, a Central American country. You well, you will have to deal with um, English football hooligans, which will be quite fun. That's okay. And a lot will get arrested because you can't like urinate in the street in this country about getting arrested. I think you get um, get uh, a sex crime against you. That's well, it depends correct. on what you look like. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Like you're handsome. I think I think you know. I, yeah, yeah, for sure. A nice handsome guy cleaned up in a soccer jersey. He's probably getting a ticket. Okay. Um, and then what? What? But if it's someone you don't want on your street again, mm. um, that fits fits America well. If you're handsome and you look good. You get away. Yeah, with a you got to think of like the tiers of wealth. If you're rich, you can pee on someone outside yeah. and you're fine. Okay. And then if you're like uh, uh, visually rich and unthreatening, <laughs> what's visually rich? You know, if you're like well kept and well put together, yeah. I think you could pee in an alley and not get in as much trouble. Obviously, that depends on how drunk you are when you pee. Because pregame, mm-hmm. I, I reckon I'd maybe get a ticket based. Yeah. If I, but after two, three hours. True. Then, then you know you look like it, it also you go, looked, I'm, I must look bad because I've and, been and banged just based up. Based on the history of uh, <laughs> England's World Cup team, you might not be in a great mood. 
once the game's over. That is correct. Um, yeah, that's especially correct. if it's a knockout stage. That's good. Um, actually, you know way more than I realized. I went to, I was in Memphis for the World Cup in 2010, and we went to Tim Howard. I'm a Man U fan because of Tim Howard. Yeah. When I got into soccer, I Have was like. Have you seen his teeth recently? I don't love him anymore. <laughs> his teeth are. Does he have like some veneers that are out of mate, control? They are. They're brighter than the lights <laughs> that are lighting us right now. I was watching on NBC the other day and I was like, mate, they are. They must have cost all of your salaries from when sure. you earned as a goalkeeper in the Premier League. They are <laughs> shiny. He was just, I was like, who's the best American player? And it's it was good. him at the time. And I was like, who does he play for? And then I just followed him because I liked Rooney a lot when he went over there. I'm like, this guy's, I love, you love an unhinged guy. One of the most successful, I'd say, athletes with, um, that I'm aware of her has Tourette syndrome. Rooney? Tourette, no, Howard. Oh. Hang on. Now I've said that. That just, might be a. Uh, I mean, it just feels like a safe bet for Wayne Rooney. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but Tim Howard, I always got told, had Tourette's. <laughs> But then I've watched him present on TV and huh. I've seen no, so maybe I've just said something someone told me once and no, I no, assumed No, no, I think it was he has true. it. He also did just yell at everyone a lot. Okay, yeah, that's the <laughs> part of his job. Um, I don't know if like national soccer players in the United States have good enough health care for mental health treatment. So, that's true, actually. Um, but I love that I went to his his bar to watch the U.S. England game in in 2010, and he owns a bar in Memphis. Oh, cool! And we were like, "What's the soccer?" Not realizing that it was also England's watch party bar in that city mm. for all the time. So they had like they'd split everyone, and we were back to back watching one one t- on TVs oh, on both right. sides or whatever. And boy, was it sweaty! Yeah, it's sweaty. and it was a fun. You know, England very great goal. Uh, United States Dempsey leaks one in through a keeper and, and, and one all wasn't it yeah, yeah, yeah and then really everyone cool. just floods outside and starts peeing everywhere okay all right as, <laughs> lo- as long as you can urinate in the street when it happens it's Memphis. I'm happy um anyways anyways we didn't even tell everyone we lived on the same street we didn't that's what this was all about beforehand we should do the thing though we should do the podcast oh okay. um I'll get a whole intro and a nice okay. thing all set up beforehand okay so we don't have to worry about it now. I trust you. Um, but we're getting into Oscar season here with Chris Martin. Um, Dave, have you seen Maestro? I have, yes. Wow. You're the first person I've ever met who's seen it. Uh, <laughs> Dave Guthrie is here as well. Thank you both for being here. Yeah, thank you. Um, Chris, you've not seen Maestro. I have not seen the movie Maestro. What other Were there any other Oscar movies that you were... Because I think that was... I sort of asked. I was like, is there any you, you, Oscar the, season-y movies? You, it was Oscar season, but but preferably not Oppenheimer or Barbie. So Oppenheimer I, and Barbie. I, have, yeah. I did watch Barbie. Um, I watched it in San Diego when I got down very early to to do a gig yeah. to avoid you know the traffic from Los Angeles. You've got mm-hmm. to leave like nine days before <laughs> before your gig time to- It uh, is two hours. It, it's two hours away by idea. Yes, exactly. But in reality, it's not. Um, I I watched it. It was I enjoyed Barbie because I've my wife had seen it and everyone said it's- uh, it was good fun, mm-hmm. but um, it happened when she was very pregnant, and I'd left. I'd I'd been on the road loads, but then I was. I'm just going to go to go down to San Diego a bit early, but be back tonight. And then our dog just was throwing up so much, and I'd taken the car, so I had a lot of my enjoyment. You know, when you're sort of because you care about someone, you want to help them. But I'm also like, but I am. In, I am just sort of watching. Barbie. I'm in the movie theater. I'm in the movie theater in right. San Diego. So I'm really I'm accidentally s- like the most selfish two hours. Yeah. You could you're possibly just, have. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry, but 
I mean, you got to figure it out yourself yeah. because there's very little I can do remotely. Before the movie, they played a whole thing. I'm not even supposed to be talking to you right now. Yeah. I'm ruining the experience for yeah, everyone I here. I know, I know, I know. So I was like, I was just really torn between feeling bad, mm-hmm. making her aware that I felt bad, but also just having a really lovely time watching uh, Gosling and uh, Margot Robbie. Oh, they, yeah, it's great. So that was the only one I've actually seen. I okay. need to watch Oppenheimer, but it is... I, when it comes to movies, I... I haven't done this as stand-up, but I do think there's something to this. I think every movie should just be called the length of the movie. Okay. Like 109 minutes. And then you should uh, say the genre. Sure. I have a James Franco movie you're going to hate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes, that would be. I mean, One intermission. Oh, my God. 63 and a half hours in. Did I do that math right? Was it 128 hours? 127 hours. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You're going to hate 28 weeks later. Yeah, I'm going to hate that. Um, <laughs> what about 12 Years a Slave? That's a lot. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a chant ha- that they do, actually. For, uh, <laughs> yeah, the that's an English, that's that's English, English, uh, that's that's English a, movie. So we back our cricket team um, uh, during a, a five-day test match, ironically. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I've seen Oppenheimer. Actually, I've seen half of it, and uh, I rented it on Prime, and then I took a break because it's so freaking long. And yeah. Then, by the time I got back to it, my prime rental had uh, expired. That's, so That's I, really funny. I've only seen half of the movie. Isn't it three or four days they yeah, give you? Yeah, it's three days. I like once you start watching a rental where they're like, you better fucking finish this. Yeah. Like, Why? I feel it's like so an opera, you've got to adjust it based on length of movie. It should be a week for a two. A day it, per yeah, hour. Movie? A, a week also, per like, hour. Boredom, like if it's an intense movie, you should give you more time to watch yeah, it. Yeah, process it. Yeah. It, uh, ironic, um, amusingly, have I told you this? You obviously, we only just met today, yeah. even though we live on the same street. Right. And I, I don't generally shout this at people walking past my street. It's, Which a, good, is a, it's a funny story, but it's not worth shouting across sure. the street. But um, we, you know how everyone's talking about streamers removing movies and all this yeah. stuff? Yeah. Me, and, me and my wife, I think at the end of August, were like, let's watch, nothing to watch. Let's watch Robin Hood. I've been talking about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves for ages. <gasps> Kevin Car- the Kevin Costner one? Yeah, it's the best okay. I love that movie. It's a great oh Robin Hood. God. I have not so seen it. Okay, I, watched it I watched it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know much about the RHCU to start with. <laughs> Is it the Robin Hood universe? Yeah, 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 mate. Come on, have we, have we RHCU. Um, all the cool kids. You know. can tell my brain works. We have a sign over here that says... <laughs> Killers of the Flower Dune. There we go. I love it. So, so um, we we'd obviously we'd watched it as kids, and I was like, I just had a hankering to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Watched it. I think it was on HBO. Paused after an hour, nine p.m. Go to walk the dog. Come back. Restart it. It's gone. They've removed it from the streaming website. <laughs> like they they gone. They they gone. It, they lost been, the rights at midnight uh, Eastern rights, time yeah, that exactly. day. And I was like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, if you're mid-watch, you should be able to finish you, it. Oh, you that's so be, funny. You start, we don't own it. anything anymore. No, it's Ownership terrible. doesn't exist. Even if you buy it, they can lose the rights and you lose your purchase. Yeah. So I was just like, you've got you've got, you've got, to give a grace period there. And it was also the fact it was on Eastern time. Yeah. I was being punished for different times. Maybe though. there was like a scene in it where Robin Hood did blackface, so they had taken it down. <laughs> and you, you now you have to own the DVD to have that one. Like those episodes of 30 Rock that yeah. disappeared. Or and Community. Always sunny. Community. It's, always, yeah. it's funny. We just list all of the comedies all, all we the like. Best, all the best comedies. <laughs> is, that the, is that why it's not been a good comedy uh, this for a podcast, while? This podcast. There's a good episode of this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but that does happen a lot. I mean, I've always regretted getting rid of my dvd collection i know same because i'm like well where am i gonna i want to hear them talk about oceans 12 that's a bad example but it was the first one that came into my head yeah uh and now everyone loves watching behind the scenes stuff vertically 
one minute at a time on the internet. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. But we don't yeah. sit down and watch like the uh, – I actually do remember when I watched the – it's, I don't like using blackface as a way to keep moving around movies I like, but um, <laughs> the Tropic Thunder commentary, Robert Downey Jr. does it in character. Like wow. he said in the movie he would, where he doesn't drop character till the DVD commentary is over. He does it, and then once the movie ends, he's the Australian guy again That's and great. just like leaves. Wow. That's and it's funny. funny. I like that stuff, but yeah, we you lose your stuff fast. Yeah. Not, but you don't. You get no warning. But do you have like? Would you be able to watch a DVD right now, like physically, if someone gave you? A I have DVD? an Xbox. Yeah, I have the. I think oh, the okay. Xbox would be. I think my... it might even have a Blu-ray player. I don't know. Yeah, I have, don't think I've oh. never. I don't know anyone that's ever bought a Blu-ray. I'll be honest with you. They're really big amongst the people who. It's it's just like a vinyl community. Oh, I suppose it? maybe not to the extent of like mainstream, but it probably will be at some point. But people are gonna be like, oh, you don't have the first pressing of Community. <laughs> well, you don't get to see Chang in the D and D episode then. Or oh, I like love that, that episode. It's God. very good. I love. Yeah. Um, when I, I when I was younger, sorry, you just made me think of DVDs. My ambition. <laughs> My lifetime ambition as a teenager was to own every Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger movie ever made on DVD. Oh, wow. And I did all right, actually, for a bit. Because when I was a teenager, how old are you? 34. I'm 30. Am I 35? 35. Okay, I'm 37. So close enough. I, wore, I, I You just spent all your money. I spent all my money on DVDs as a teenager. And yeah, that just gave them away. Just, it, it's a little bit like, well, you really start to wonder about it when you have to move. Yes. And you're packing yeah, up your books moving. and DVDs and records, and you're like, "Why is the stuff I like heavy?" Yeah, but do, do you know what was what we miss as well from that? Jenna, I just remembered this was when because DVDs were such a you got to buy a DVD whenever there was bar, a good mo- movie for a bargain price. It was mm-hmm. so I remember being in HMV, which was the big uh, Jake one of those big big music and DVD place, and yeah, we had them. And get, oh yeah, HMV, Canadians, in Canada, yeah, yeah. You guys are bonded with us um, in that way. True. HMV and politeness. HMV is actually on their money still. Yeah. <laughs> Her Majesty, your Venus. Anyway, um, that's not that's not good. That's Victoria. Still, clip only that part. Yeah, yeah, just clip. That's for our audience. <laughs> that's the whole podcast. May that, may, that, may that the only thing I say yeah. over the whole podcast. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave can speak on my behalf. Um, I just remember a, an adult man when I was a teenager. He was on the phone to his wife and he, he goes, they've got Beverly Hills Cop 3 for four quid. <laughs> They've got Beverly Hills Cop three for four quid. Like he couldn't, and at this he point, believe it. that might not have been a night and weekend minute at this point. You know what yeah. I mean? This could have been costing him money yeah. to make this phone call. Yeah, you're right. That's uh, true. That, like a text, when text message used to cost a little yeah, bit of money. Yeah, he spent money to tell his wife that he got uh, Beverly Hills Cop three, the worst <laughs> of the Beverly Hills Cop for under five pounds. I got, when my when I got my first DVD player, I remember buying it. Mintech was the brand, which is not real anywhere Ooh, ever. Yeah. Huh. Um it, it came with a dual copy, like a two DVDs to come with it, you know, in like a bundle. Yeah. And it was Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence. Yes. And The Skulls, the Secret Society movie with Joshua Jackson and oh, Paul know. Walker. That's a weird combo. Where oh, I was the only guy who wanted to watch both. Like it's, it, they were, I mean, I, they were my two favorite movies after that. Uh, very different <laughs> movies, both exactly as good as you wanted them to. I think Blue Streak is actually very funny. And and I, I think it's probably still funny. I would like to rewatch that. Nice. I, I, um, I rented it from Blockbuster with Luke remember. Wilson, where mm-hmm. he, you know, he has to. Do you know this movie? No. Martin Lawrence a is a thing. <laughs> Gramercy Street. It's a Gramercy viewing Street. party. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep saying our address. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Luckily, down. streets in uh, uh, are nine miles long. So yeah. It'll be okay. The uh, Martin Lawrence is a diamond thief who leaves a diamond hides a diamond somewhere because he's about to get caught by the police. 
And then when he gets out of jail, he goes back to get it. And the building where he hid the diamond is now a police station. Yes. Oh. So he has to fake being a cop yep. to infiltrate the police station to get in an air duct. Yes. Um, but he just does cop stuff. Yeah. He keeps, because every time he tries to go in the air duct, they're like, where are you going? We need you over here. <laughs> Um, no every one, time he tries to go in the air. Every duct. time. One time he tries to deliver pizza to the <laughs> before he becomes a cop. That's a he, classic movie. Way into a yeah. building. How many? If a pizza guy comes into an office, you. Uh, yeah. My main thought would be they're going to rob the place. Yeah, yeah, they just let him in because he just is afraid of leaving the pizza with the guy. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a real great. And then the skulls is about a. It's like a skull and bones Harvard secret society thing uh, with yeah. Joshua Jackson, Paul Walker, where uh, it's more than meets the eye. It's actually pretty much exactly what meets okay, the okay, eye. Right. Um, okay. But I don't remember much about it. Rendezvous with the eye, just we expected to. I couldn't believe they made a few more, but I couldn't believe secret society stuff didn't catch on more. It's like a very. I don't even what, what other sort of like would National fit? Treasure, Da Vinci Code. I mean, National. Like, oh yes, I like. I do actually. I don't mind a National Treasure. Movie. Oh, I. I don't mind it. I have that bumper sticker I made right there about National Treasure, because uh, I love them. Because I'm like, if you're gonna do stupid stuff. Lean in exactly to this. Well, and all, do you, when you watch a movie like that, mm -hmm. and I assume you write as well uh, for whether television or or, t or movies, when I watch that, I just think that's a lot of. I bet how annoying it is to think of the 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 sort of the clues, like, like that, the do history they, nuggets. Do they hire a specific clue merchant to like a history <laughs> major think, or something? Uh, because it just it would hurt my head a lot to do. The that. good thing about how history has been taught here is we kind of changed it to our own narrative the whole right. time anyways. Yeah. So you can pretty much make, you can be like, do you know Paul Revere had one arm? And everyone be like, I think I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. You could just make stuff up. That's, okay. That's true. Um, that's good. But no, all the books are banned now. So that's a good way of mm -hmm. getting around it. Okay. But I, like you're talking about hiding clues in history, right? It's like, oh, it's in the Louvre in this painting. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? I just like, think, it's in the yeah, all of it. <laughs> the pro I think the problem all of it. Yeah, with that movie is then Americans go touch history stuff. Because we'll watch yeah, National yeah. Treasure and be like, that for sure. Yeah. And now they're like trying to touch the Declaration of Independence mm -hmm. and they have to put yeah. it under another they're bulletproof glass. Right. Put a lighter in front of it. <laughs> a guy getting cut. They have a lemon detector so people don't <laughs> squeeze juice on it trying to get into the Smithsonian or wherever it's at. Because we just, we'll be like, where's Ben Franklin's glasses? And you have to be like, that's fake. And they're like, I can't, how could that be fake? Yeah, what did they record? That's funny. Yeah. That's a funny sketch. A person whose all their history knowledge comes from the National Treasure movies. <laughs> Most of mine for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, public nice. schools in Missouri. I've talked about this. Uh, on, I was in a psychology class in high school my senior year. And so this was like the second or third psychology class. Yeah. And the first day of class, we watched Memento. You know the movie Memento? Yeah, great, great movie. movie. Christopher, Christopher Nolan's Christ first movie. Um, Ish. Ish, yes. Um, there was, uh, yes. His uh, first big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... So we watch Memento, and then uh, everyone's like, it blows your mind, when you, especially when you see it in high school, right? Yeah. You're like, this is the first, did he write this down? Like, it's yeah, incredible, yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. it's a great movie. And we watched it over a course of a few days, and then about halfway through the semester, the teacher put it on again and didn't talk about how we'd seen it already. Oh, wow. And we watched it again, and we're like, oh, is this like a... So is this psychology? Yeah. Is he seeing? But no, he's just hung over. Yeah, <laughs> like is what the thing <laughs> and is. He doesn't own any and he forgot. DVDs. We he accidentally showed us the weird backwards mind short term memory loss movie twice, and it came off as more of a conceptual teaching thing. <laughs> but in reality, he was a hungover football coach, <laughs> <laughs> and just for, has one DVD in the classroom. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but we were all like, "This is blowing our minds." How rewatching this is like. What did we forget? And you're just like, "Oh, he's just on it playing solitaire." Brilliant. I was he that. Jack Black? Was that your teacher? Uh, Mr. Settle. 
eventually Jack Black could could be this person, I suppose. Um, <laughs> if he loses Settle. all motivation, that's a good yeah, name. that's just what they call most high school football coaches. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess settle if you're using it in the term of your football. Hang on, your as high well. school football coach was also your psychology. <laughs> oh yeah. I get it. Was, that, was there a lot of psychology just being like? No, there was just what do we value the least, and that's what the athletic coach teachers would teach and so there was you can only have so many pe teachers and health class teachers i mean my health class was taught by another like the lineman coach who was just like y'all know what pussies are right like this it was wow. like it was nothing i love the idea of the psychology being the coach and most of the lessons being like you want to be a winner yeah like, i know exactly all right <laughs> um so you know if you the, it was there's like a balance between like the better you are at coaching the last the less we care about what or how you are at teaching right okay. um I've watched Last Chance. You, I see. I see what happens. You guys, you guys really value yeah. kids winning sports. Which yeah, is the weird, I'm all, such I'm, a weird thing. I'm to like me. blown away by people who only like college sports. So weird. Where they're just like, I love sports when they're unpaid boys. Yeah, when they're unpaid. Aren't they paid now though? Did I hear? Yeah, there's a a, they have a thing called NIL where you yeah. own your likeness finally, oh, so okay. you can like sell an autograph or do right. an ad. Like kind of you get. I think they're making a college football video game, but now the players own that. And like, right. You know, it only Good. took them. 120 years to be yeah. like, do they own their face yet? Yeah, that's mad. Progress. Yeah, free. They get free education, is always what they said. And then they would actively dissuade them from doing right. free education. Free education ish. And then they ask you to leave early if you want to go yeah. to your job <laughs> and you're not allowed to sell an autograph. Nah, we got it all figured out. We should uh, talk about Maestro. Okay, we got off. So what? So you'd seen pretty. You hadn't seen any, or you'd only seen Barbie. I only and seen Barbie. I haven't even seen Oppenheimer. Oh, hadn't seen Oppenheimer. It's too long, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Too long, but I would, I would like to watch it. I, I would love it if they had an intermission in theaters for it. That would be great. Yeah, I, you should be able to have that. I feel like we need to bring them back. I don't know why they got rid of them. Besides, money, I feel, money, mate. Yeah, I guess you can show it the movie one more time a day if you cut Probably. all the inter- Sell me stuff. Sell yeah. me popcorn. No, that's what they don't need to. They're already charging you um, 900 times more than corn actually costs. I mean, I have to... this a, the AMC thing, you know, the, yeah, yeah, I've got the AMC A-list, yeah. and you think that you're saving money, and then you're like, oh, I didn't go to a movie for a month. I know. Crap. That's yeah. what they want. 100%. Um, I would love, love intermissions. I want the dancing pop. I, I would go see Oppenheimer again in theaters if there was an intermission. I thought it was great. Is it, is, I, I, bet it's, I bet it is brilliant, but I also generally stuff like that is my wife. My wife more than me likes watching dumb action films that are 90 minutes long, so I'd have to sort of, I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to sure. send her off. Tell her there's two dumb action films showing back to back in a theater yeah. with minimal action, but yeah. there's a guy, there's, there's someone who's Albert Einstein. Okay. <laughs> which is, I found it impossible to not laugh at someone. Have you seen, you've seen Oppenheimer. I've seen, I'm, you've I've seen, seen half of Oppenheimer. Half, oh yeah, you never got to see the other half. I so saw We got off track and, and, and. Yeah, yeah. This guy, he's got, bringing up his bad rental. He's wasted. That's four ninety nine down the Swanee. Oh, probably more than that. What are we looking at? Three, I think Was it three in 4K? <laughs> yeah. I don't, well, I don't, I live in Las Vegas. I can't afford that shit. No. Three ninety nine. I mean, okay. you're saying you can't afford that, but you're talking to two people who live in East Hollywood versus right. Los Feliz. Right. The Hollywood of Los Feliz yeah. is where we live. <laughs> I, uh, I thought it, I, I found it impossible to not laugh at someone acting as 
Albert Einstein because Albert Einstein's like one of ten fake people, I think. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't have a better way to describe he just, that. He just but he's a like fake a, person. He just looks like a disguise, doesn't he? It's a bit. Yeah. You can't. You're a Halloween costume. Yeah. You're too famous to be in a movie as a real person. Mm-hmm. I think there's maybe ten of them because it's just the face. How does he play him? Does he play him as you'd imagine him? He doesn't stick his tongue out, uh, and he never rides a bike, and that's most of what was in my dorm. Yeah, I know so. What you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a very grounded. It, it's Einstein. like very normal and and everything, but I just think it's too famous of a person. It's Jesus was too. You can't. You know the someone was. You're Not Jesus everyone in can the be movie. Jim Caviezel, Not right? Um, I think legally my, at this point, even. No, actually, my it's funny. My uh, wife's auntie, who's very religious. Um, said that we need to be more like Jim Caviezel, and that's why our careers have not gone how she wanted them to go. <laughs> you need to get struck by lightning. I, she just meant just, you know, open up your heart that's to God. That's so funny. <laughs> you should be more like, there's a balance between Jim Caviezel and Mel Gibson where success in Hollywood lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very hard needle to thread. That Venn diagram is It's a very, thin. very, very, you could barely get one or two nails through there. Um, okay, so then I'm thinking, what are the other? I saw Poor Things. Poor Things you'd Great. seen. I love yeah. that. Amazing. I have not yeah. seen Poor Things. So good. Um, yeah, I generally don't watch almost any of the Oscar nominated. Really? I just, I, I I would like a lot of them when I watch them, but it's more the, I've got to get, I've got to get down. Cause you know, it's generally heavy. It's a heavy movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's not a light meal, is it? It's not a salad. It's a, yeah. it's a deep fried Mars bar. Of I meal. have with Yorgos, the, the director of poor things, I have generally left his movies feeling so upset mm-hmm. and not in like, a, I dislike them way, but in like a bleak sort of, like the lobster and killing of the sacred deer. And I'm just like, you hit this tone that resonates with me in such a specific way that I don't know if I can watch it with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this one yeah. seems a little more lighthearted maybe than the other yeah. ones. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't. Is it funny? Yeah. Yeah. It's got this like... It's this movie everyone wants to fuck the baby brain, right? <laughs> That's a very yeah. weird sentence to hear. That's, about. Like, that's <laughs> the log line. I'm trying to amp up my SEO here yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, my favorite—well, not my favorite scene—but Mark Ruffalo has a scene where he walks in, and within seconds of meeting Emma Stone's character, he just scratches her vagina. That's like the—that's like a scene in the movie. All right, let's like, get it on. That sets no, the tone of the movie. Okay. Did you watch it with captioning on? I'm just wondering if anything popped up. No, I saw it at theater. Oh, okay. I've, I've, we've had to start watching everything with captions because yeah. a baby sleeps in the room next yeah. door. Um, amusingly, was watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Amazon and the show, the, the show with Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. Sure. Anyway, she farts in it, and it just says fart. <laughs> See, I love that. <laughs> and then I was like, "This is made worth watching." I'm glad I watched six hours yeah. for that one moment. I'm always interested in whether or not they type out all the lyrics to a song that's happening, or just the title of the song. I think they, they would um, type out all the lyrics. Yeah. Oh, you mean lyrics. in the background song? Yeah, in the background. No, song. No, you can't type all the lyrics to that. It, too- I, I, I we were watching the True Detective, the new True Detective Very season. Good. I love the setting of it. I don't want to go on a whole tangent about the show. Okay. Because I've been, it, I, since we just watched it, it's like very, I think the setting of the show is incredible. Okay. I'm like, this is exactly the yes. tone of anything I've yes. ever, like, why have we been doing it, stuff? And I watched the whole thing. I'm like, I mean, Alaska is Canada. We should just give them that. What are we doing with this? Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the tone. But every time they would play Twist and Shout or like one of the weird slow covers, they would put every lyric the entire time to the whole background song yes. side by side with all of the dialogue. And I was like, are you trying to like get across the point 
of using this song to me in the captioning. Yeah, I know. You uh, mean. And they'd be in different spots of anything. Anyways, I've been thinking a lot about the that. Captions happens on Love is, uh, Love is Blind if you watch it with captions because they always play the songs that are very like lyrically. Oh, like, it'll be like, on the, on I love you even though we just yeah. met. Or it's like we're falling away, and it's like sure. while they're like literally like. Because uh, yeah. they like hit like a quick crescendo into they basically use yeah. them as drops they're to like, go yeah, like stings. scene to scene it's or like whatever. A, yeah, it's like a music sting, but it's like a lyrical sting too. At the, mm. the I, I like the musical sting. He's good. Yeah. Um, speaking wow. of music and movies, yes, Maestro wow. tangent. Um, well, let's do the script and then we can talk about Maestro. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. We have three things. Is there anything you want to preface um, going in? I listened to. I think I listened to Joe Zimmerman's episode. The Bear. The Bear. Okay. I don't. So I. So what I knew about Maestro. Mm-hmm. Actually, you do need a bit of. I, all I knew was. Um, what's his name? Bradley Cooper spent six years learning to conduct yes. mm-hmm. in real life so he could conduct in the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And obviously. And I know. Um, What's her face is in it? Kerry Mulligan's in it. Mm-hmm. And I expect it's a bio, biopic, biopic. How do you say it? Bio, bio, biopic, I would yeah. say. Biopic. 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 Bio, biopic. I feel like they say biopic if at award shows and biopic if yeah. you're talking to humans. So, yeah, it's a biopic. And then... Um, well, you could say the movie was biopic. Ooh, my oh, okay. okay. There you go. Anyway, it's one of those. Um, <laughs> uh, it's one of, the, one of them ones. And um, I... I f- but I don't like those move. I don't like that type of movie. Okay. I'd rather watch a documentary than watch a person sure. do that. Okay. But um, I figured who else would learn for so long to do something like that? And I figured an undercover cop to to fit in. <laughs> to okay, an and this fits into the kind of movies you spend more time watching. Yeah, exactly. Great. Uh, cast it however you'd like. We'll have you do the stage directions. I'll do stage directions. Um, so. Okay, uh, so Maestro is the main character played by Bradley Cooper. Does, should generally does the is that something you would like so to be the main sure, part? You whatever you the, like. Uh, you be the you be Maestro. Okay, Dave. You His be, name is Maestro. He's called Murray Maestro. Oh, okay, Dave. You are in the first scene, Detective Ricketts, and then I think Dave in scene two. You can be Susan. Okay. And I think I will do all the other bit parts. I think that works pretty well, actually, in the stage directions. Okay. Perfect. Um, Great. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Internal McDougal's Irish Bar Day. Something like, oh, yeah, sorry. The only other thing is uh, I like classical music, but I have a terrible brain for um, any names or lyrics to any song. So okay. just better. I like classical music. I like listening to it, but I don't know any lyrics. So I've gone, um, I've sort of lent into one song I knew the name of. Okay. Okay. Internal McDougal's Irish Bar Day. Something like, because you never know if you get the rights to the things. So sure. Something like Fifth Symphony in C minor plays on the jukebox. Murray Maestro, Bradley Cooper, but with grizzly stubble that shows he doesn't care of him, uh, take care of himself, but it's still kind of hot. Knocks back a shot of whiskey, sips his light beer, then opens a bottle of Advil and chugs it. Gen Z barman approaches, the music stops. A drunk guy in the corner applauds. Drunk guy. Finally, young Gen Z barman. Same again, maestro. Why the hell not? Maestro flicks the barman a coin. Put it on again. What is it with you and this whack-ass music? I'll whack your ass if you don't play the song and pour my drinks. Gen Z barman puts his hand above his head. Whatever, gramps. Barman fills up maestro's vessels. 
Maestro and Bibes both drinks like a thirsty camel. Also, I do like it in. I'm doing stuff in here that I can't do in normal script writing, which is sure. use description and um, and a lot of exposition. Yeah, yeah, that's okay because there's not like an actor you're going to upset. Exactly, exactly. So I kind of enjoyed the fact that I had that license. Anyway, Maestro and Bibes both drinks like a thirsty camel. The barman puts a coin in the jukebox. Fifth Symphony in C minor starts up again. Not again. Maestro glares at drunk guy. A warning. Deep New York accent. That's also you, Dave. Off screen. Ah, oh, but he's having. Maestro Great. turns to see. Perfect. Maestro, <laughs> that's exactly how I imagined it in my head. Maestro turns to see Captain Ricketts. 60s, white hair, moustache, beer belly. Saunter over and sit on the empty bar stool next to him. How'd I know you'd be, How'd you know I'd be here, Ricketts? Because it's after three o'clock on a day of the week, you alcoholic son of a bitch. <laughs> Maestro shakes his head and turns back to the job in hand, drinking booze. And it's Captain Ricketts to you, Maestro. You haven't been my captain since you fired me eight months ago for being a good cop. Good cop? <laughs> you shot someone for having a broken taillight, for Christ's sake. I bet they remember to get it fixed after that. <laughs> I don't time for this shit, Maestro. I've got a hernia the size of Nepal and a stack of paperwork taller than Yao Ming on my desk. Oh, by the way, Ricketts. To give him more of texture, he has a real interest in Asia, despite being a six-year-old white man. No, you don't have to say despite. Have you met 60-year-old white men? <laughs> <laughs> Rickett slams a police badge on the bar. I got an assignment for you. What makes you think I want an assignment? Because it involves your favorite music, classical. Rickett slams a folder on the bar. He gets up and heads to the exit. Maestro looks at the folder, intrigued. You'll also be undercover. Maestro smiles. He loves being undercover almost as much as he loves classical music. <laughs> Could be stopping a terrorist who's been part of the New York Philharmonic. The music changes to Don't Stop Believing. Maestro turns to see drunk guys skip the track. You'll also be undercover with a partner. Maestro looks, Maestro looks pissed. He hates having a partner. A female partner. I bet you love that as much as China loves the independence of Taiwan. <laughs> Maestro is furious. He gets up, walks towards Drunk Guy, picks up a pool cue. Skip this! He smacks Drunk Guy in the head. He's out. Maestro puts another coin in the machine and puts on Fifth Symphony in C minor. He looks happy. His song is back on, but also concerned about the new assignment because of the female partner. Okay, next scene. Internal music hall, day, Chiron. Is that how you say it? I never know. Chiron? Chiron. I, I say Chiron. Chiron sounds sort of like a trendy kid's name. Yeah, it does. Too. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Chiron, six years later, a full orchestra is playing Fifth Symphony in C minor. Maestro's conducting the orchestra. He's waving his hands in a mesmeric yet aggressive way. He suddenly stops. What the heck was that? We have a big concert tonight. <laughs> and you're doing that during our last rehearsal? The music stops. Everyone looks at each other. You! He points his wand at Susan Harrington, Carrie Mulligan, fresh faced yet means business, who's playing the oboe. Me? What's wrong? You don't know? Jesus. Everyone, let's take five. Susan, can I have a word? Everyone puts down their instruments. Susan walks over to Maestro. He, le he leads her out the door. Internal hallway continuous. Maestro looks at Susan, dead in the eyes. You think they bought it? Bought what? That I hate you? Sure. I just don't want any of them, especially Margot, thinking that we like each other at all, let alone are in cahoots. No one thinks that. Good. Not good enough. Then he bangs his hand on the wall so the whole orchestra next door can hear. Don't you think we should have a plan to actually take out Margot before she use, she uses oh, bless, just blow, blows. before she blows up the whole music hall we've been assigned to stop? We've been working on this case for six freaking years. These fingers should be on 
a trigger, not oboe buttons. What is it with rookie cops wanting a plan all the time? Sometimes the only plan you need is to shut your trap and listen to the music. What? Shh. Maestro puts his finger to her lips to shush Susan. Listen. His finger's still on her lips. I don't hear anything. Exactly. You're in too deep, Maestro. Are you even a cop or just a batshit conductor now? Maestro thinks about this. He can't answer. He doesn't know. If you don't take out Margot before 8 o'clock, I will. Remember, the detonator is inside her bassoon. (laughs) (laughs) Maestro is still lost in thought. Did you hear me? (laughs) Her bassoon. (laughs) She clicks her fingers to snap him out of the trance. Yeah, yeah, got it. Inside her trombone. Susan walks away pissed. She cannot get over how unreliable a partner Maestro is. Internal, musical, continuous. We pan to see there is someone standing the other side of the door who heard the whole conversation. It's Margot Valentina, played by Dame Judi Dench. (laughs) Who's not even in the movie. (laughs) Wait, was your one gripe that Judi Dench isn't in the movie? (laughs) We get through the whole thing, you're like... Oh, like Dame Judy Dench has the time for Bradley Cooper's antics. Everything else is perfect. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. She's not even in this. (laughs) Uh, It's just the whole premise falls apart. He just unplugs the mic and leaves. (laughs) You know, the mic is still out. Isn't she semi-retired right now anyway? (laughs) Um, I thought it was great. Thank you. Oh, boy. Uh, All right, we're going to take another quick break, then we're going to talk about Maestro, play some games, and uh, get out of here. So Judy Dench isn't in it. We learned that inaccuracy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lucky we've got an expert who watched the whole movie. So <laughs> pretty pretty <laughs> close. Did you, you watch though. through the credits too? <laughs> yeah. Could have yeah, been. I did. Judy not, Dench snaps no. them out of existence. <laughs> she doesn't come. No, there's no teaser at the end. Oh, man. Here's my thoughts on the six-year thing. Okay. So he spent six years. Why can I not remember the conductor's name? Um... The real in real yeah, life. Yeah, in real life. Uh, Bernstein. Bernstein. Yeah, Leonard. Leonard, Leonard yeah. Bernstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he spent six years learning to conduct to act in this movie. That's not acting anymore. That's just. You're just doing it. You're just doing it. You've got really good at practice. I don't even a, mean in a good or a bad way. Yeah. I just mean it's not acting anymore, really, is it? Because you're doing the thing you know how to do. Is Tom Cruise acting when he skydives? What a, that's a real, mate. Or is he just skydiving? And I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe it's acting because there's a camera. I would say maybe the camera adds a thing because it. You know, it is harder to still continue to perform in front of a camera or something like this. Is he acting? But when is he it sprints really far? Is like, it acting? Do, is, or does he love sprints? And then what is the line between an impression and acting? Well, well, my non-jokey answer to that question is that it is acting if you are still telling a story while you're conducting. Like if you if you're still going through a moment so you're saying he is like i'm trying to while i am conducting which he learned to do fully he's also letting people know how leonard bernstein was feeling in this moment mm. through it yeah so okay yeah that's my like answer. i'm kind of joking and kind of not joking yeah, because I know what you mean every year there's one really good impression that gets that's, nominated for that's an Oscar. i agree i i have mm. the same thing which is it's a really good impression so the other thing about this movie the only other thing i did know but i avoided in my script was my friend is jewish said why is he put on a 
prosthetic nose for the part. Why does he need to do that? She thought that was like offensive. I remember when the trailer came out, mm. a dialogue around that, and I think Leonard Bernstein's is it? I don't know if it's. I might be saying it wrong. Like His family style. was like, "We don't care," and so everyone was like, "Okay." Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she she did care. But I I mean I could see that person to person being yeah something of course. That really affects but then you you're, but you're also like, do you like does it add anything? Do you know what I mean? Like because then you are like then it is full on an impression of a person. I thought in Lincoln it was crazy that uh, Daniel Day Lewis carried around that penny. Oh, is that in real so life? So everyone, no, that didn't actually happen. Okay. Just lay Lincoln's on the penny. Uh, um, but <laughs> I haven't seen Lincoln. That's how method he is. But he carried method, around the, an empty penny, and he's like, "Someday thing, I'll be on here." The method thing is a real. I actually think that a good actor can just not can just like because you're right. Then you're just being a human your whole life, and then someone happens to be rolling a camera. Whereas I think good acting is you can turn it on. It's so odd to me because what you always hear the examples that are always brought up around method acting are like these singular performances and you're like well yeah is that the results all the time yeah like because <laughs> most of the time you annoy most right, of the there's people method actors who aren't daniel day lewis yeah. and you're like well or i think a lot about jeremy strong in succession I always yeah I mean, he, uh, is, he is that's basically. a singular performance i think yeah. i think actually honestly it's the stand-up performance of the show because i think it to me it's so nuanced and yeah. and so incredibly specific i've never seen anything like it and even brian cox who was constantly like he was unbearable to be around yeah. but i can't argue yeah, yeah. with the results. results kendall yeah yes, kendall yeah i saw him in another movie and it was basically kendall he's in lincoln Yes. <laughs> Lincoln, if you go, I just watched Lincoln. Yeah, rewatched yeah. Lincoln. Could you? I couldn't if tell. If you go back and if you go back and rewatch, because I was, uh, if you go back and re you're like he. The, the, we uh, can say anything yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. When, when that guy scores a goal in soccer, yeah, like uh, that bit in Lincoln where the guy buries you know, it. Speaking of quid, you know who's on some of our quid over here? <laughs> like, it's, it's like when you learn it a is, new. It's like when you learn a new word. Yeah. and you have to use it. It's My word of the day was Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> you should see the kind of Cadillac, cheaper Cadillac I drive. Uh, it's a Continental. Um, but it, that is the example I always think of when it comes to like that impression yeah. that wins all of the awards mm -hmm. because yeah. I don't, and I don't know, but maybe Lincoln's harder cause we don't know what he, I don't know if it, there's not a lot of footage of him, It's very true. <laughs> but there is always the line of like, are you, you know, we don't know what Leonard Bernstein was like in these intimate moments that I'm sure the movie depict. So that's what Bradley Cooper is bringing to this. But I know. sometimes I'm like, you are you? You're acting like you saw him, like Kennedy, like right when someone plays like JFK, know, you're like acting how they sound or something. It um, all feels a bit much. I think that's what it is for me. Maybe it's just like a bit. It's like, can we it's just. Was a this a good movie? Did you like my. I liked As it went on, I liked it more and more. The first, it's very like an Artur kind of piece, and it, yeah. it's very much. I thought it was like. Did you think that's some top notch conducting? <laughs> well, it's. I, at first, there's the first half of the movie he doesn't conduct anything and there's one scene where he does like this once and i was like is that what you nailed it right. that would be and even then that was like a harry that. potter thing he was yeah doing. <laughs> yeah the, conducting is a okay the funny thing to me i don't know much about conducting but well, a little that i that do, is the funny thing about you yeah <laughs> the funny thing about me uh the thing that i thought was or the interesting thing to me is that i think with conductors the 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 point of conducting most of it is in the prep work in the sort of arrangement of the piece and sort of working towards the performance. Would you say it's like coaching a soccer team? Yes, very much. Like at the game, how much are you coaching are you doing in a game? Mm -hmm. So it's funny though to practice for six years so that you can do the probably the minimal part of the job, which I think is that is the that's just the more performative for the audience sure. bit. I'm sure they are still keeping time and like 
but I think at that point the musicians are just knowing what they're doing because they've practiced so much. Yeah. Do you so reckon he? Do, do you reckon he spent so long? Like you know, there's certain um, sections of the internet where they've got very aggressive sort of comment section. Like apparently, if you ever make a joke about cyclists on Twitter, yeah, you will get a million cyclists going like, "What are you talking about? You could kill someone." Well, He's you want to just reply to them, stay in your lane. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> exactly. Conducting though. Uh, maybe there's a very aggressive. I mean, I'm super backlash. hypocritical about it because I'll sort of make fun of them for spending six years doing it. But mm -hmm. when I watch something and you watch anything about stand up and you're like, this hurts. Watching like how stand up is portrayed, yes. even by stand ups a lot of time, um, you're just like, well, this is so awful and makes me feel weird because they're doing it wrong. Because it's almost like uh, you see those videos of people who this is what a language sounds like if you don't speak it and they just sort of speak yes. gibberish in English, but they're mm. like, this is what English sounds like to people who don't yeah. speak English. That's how watching a lot of stand-up is portrayed and stuff like that. I'm only talking about my favorite stand-up comedian who is the Joker. Um, no. <laughs> Can I ask what about the stand-up is that you don't like? Everything's really? hacky. I mean, a lot of it's taking out the the, yeah. the the culture around it as well of like a green room this or like this. Yeah. Um, the immediate success comedians tend to have, whether it's a TV or movie about doing stand-up, mm -hmm. there's no like middling. Uh, I just think lots of times it comes off as very odd and forced. Um, I get that. But I don't consider, um, I don't know. So you I'm basically sure, want something to not, you essentially just don't want something to take you out of the movie. Is what yeah, saying. and, so and I think any enough. movie that's about something you've spent uh, your 20 years with this probably you're gonna be like this fucking like i'm sure the hardest is probably a hacker if you're a real life oh, hacker, a hacker and you're watching a movie you're like, like fucking what the fuck like, dude? There, there like, <laughs> there's no such thing as a mainframe there's right, no such right. thing as the a only mainframe. accurate hacker thing is if someone just walks in and steals a computer from a store and there yeah. that's how you get the information that's true uh so i'm sure it's with everything so while i actually like when I think about it, I'm happy he spent all this time. And it seems, I'm sure there's, it was more fulfilling to him in other ways than just learning how to move his arms for a movie. I'm sure he did want to win awards. Yeah. And I'm sure it was helpful for it's him. A good, it's, a good, I mean, it's a good performance. I just think of him as, um, what is it? Wedding Crashes. He's like the funny joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, it's, fun, it's a funny evolution to go from that mm -hmm. to spending And then six. he's a raccoon for nine years in yeah. movies. Uh, is he? He's Rocket yeah. Raccoon in, in Guardians of the Galaxies. Oh, of course. You lo we lose these actors to the MCU for a while, yeah. and then they come back out the other side, and they yeah. immediately are like, ah, can we get back to awards? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Robert Downey Jr. opened his eyes and put him and was in Oppenheimer and right. spent a year being like, this is the best movie I've ever been in. And uh, Yeah, once you make that, there must be a level of cash you make, and you're like, I just, this is just, I mean, why, why am I doing this? I think about Robert Downey Jr. like I do an athlete like Patrick Mahomes or like Lionel Messi, where I'm like, everything they're making still probably isn't near what they're owed for what they generate. Mm. I'm with you. Because, I mean, he made, mm -hmm. how much has Marvel yeah. and Disney and all of these yeah. pockets been lined from what was just, the casting agent deserves a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's and, very, you're right. He's just so cool. It's basically what it is. Absolutely incredible casting. He's just improving his way through a lot of these movies too, which is crazy. And I don't think he's credited ever as a writer. Yeah, he's is he actually improving his yeah, way? Yeah, 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 for sure. Him and Ryan Reynolds have that same thing of handsome, the way they talk, I'm just very, they have this, such a smooth quickness to what they're saying. It is like an absolute confidence of really knowing that character. Yeah. And then it seems to just be sort of who he is. Um, but now he's on the other side of it with, I, he has to have made a billion dollars off of these things. The Marvel stuff. I mean, if not, they oh, like. I'd ask you to look up his net worth if you weren't so militant having your laptop I can't. shut. There's absolutely nothing I can do. Uh, those are also always accurate. They're always. I mean, <laughs> I, my net worth's apparently fifteen million dollars. Um, I don't even think that's the other Chris Martin. They think it is. 
what do we got? So this says he got he made seventy five million for Endgame. Three hundred million. And um, I reckon he's. It I says around three hundred million. Yeah, yeah from the very credible site celebritiesnetworth.net. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, the other good one is Celebrity Heights. There's a Celebrity Heights. I would love one. that. I think it should be celebrities.net slash worth. Yeah. Or yeah. celebritynet.worth. Yeah. Be it'd be easier to save or just wikifeet.com slash worth. <laughs> um, but I just think. Whatever he did, I don't know how he got talking about this. It's the same, I feel like, Patrick Mahomes has a half of a billion dollar contract yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs where he's vastly underpaid yeah, for know. the value that yeah, he's bringing. Yeah, of course. And like Lionel Messi, whatever he's getting paid from Miami and then partial ownership and all this stuff. Still not They nice. have to move the games and all the towns to bigger places for one guy. I know. The ticket sales on the Miami games are 10 times the price of any other MLS game. It's wild. Yeah, maybe they just like the free-flowing movement of Miami's offensive scheme. Um, and... <laughs> I mean, you've got I all those know. other great Miami players. Uh, yeah, Dan Marino. Yeah, Lincoln. You got, you got, um, Lincoln. <laughs> Ale- Alexi Lalas. You know. Hey, sports. Sports Illustrated for kids. Three-time cover star <laughs> Alexi Lalas. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, great we're here. gonna play a few games, and then we're gonna get out of here. We got some games. podcast-themed games. The first one podcast theme they're not themed after a podcast hey. oh. they're podcast themed games i have you do my ad reads <laughs> oh i'd love to <laughs> um this first game is called before and afters and okay. how this works you want to hit that red button over there get ready to play before and afters uh this i uh, two movies have been smashed together into one movie i'll read you the smash together plot you have to come up with the smash together title okay um Killers of the Flower Dune, smash together title. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think of one with Maestro. Uh, me, Maestro, Self, and Irene mm-hmm. could be one right nice, there. Okay. Nice, 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 um, nice. Okay. You know, and other examples that I'll put in in post to make it look like I really killed it. Great. <laughs> I just list off 100. Wolf of Wally Street, Saving Private Silverman, uh, oh, Fargo, wow. that's Argo and Fargo put okay. together. Love it. They're, none of them are as good as these examples. Okay. Because right. these ones are the examples. Yeah, because you, 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 yeah, your example, yeah, okay, I get it. Um, all right. You can work together, or you can compete against one another. I'll, I'll read the plot. You and have then we to, have to guess, guess the, title. the smash together title. Oh, you can, the or you can chime in with one of our instruments here. Oh, let's, you let's chime in. I want to make some noises. What's that one, mate? What noise is that, mate? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, it'd be Great. really awkward if we if we don't now know, and there's be deathly silence. Here we go. Number one, a curmudgeonly, a curmudgeonly instructor spends Christmas break babysitting a handful of students on a prep school campus where you rapidly age. Something, um, I don't even know what the first. I'm okay, we're gonna confirm. Can we can confirm? Oh, definitely, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 I, I, yeah, something old. I was thinking first thought was Benjamin Buttons, but then they said the opposite. He's but the show's old, age. isn't the movie old? But the that, um, I haven't seen it. That M. Night Shyamalan is the old, so something old. A curmudgeonly instructor spends Christmas break babysitting a handful of students on a prep school campus where you uh, rapidly like age. So many movies in that. Who I Curmudgeonly instructor. Curmudgeonly instructor. Is there like... Phil, do you know what? I feel actually we've like ruined the podcast by not even having a guess right now. It's terrible. Curmudgeonly instructor. <laughs> Just keep saying it. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, the, the you're half right and the other half is an Oscar-nominated movie from this year, so we might be talking about uh, Oscar-nominated movie from this year. Barbold, 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 Oldenheimold, past old, I strolled, past old, poor old, Oldenheimer, old. Um, I'd need to think of more. Oh, 
I don't know anymore, Oscar. Oh, um, oh, hang on. Uh, the one with... You only get 10 minutes per guess. So. <sighs> Snip it in post. We are looking for the old overs. That was it. Old oh. overs, old overs. The old overs. What was the curmudgeonly instructor? The holdovers. holdovers. Is it about a professor? Yeah, Paul Giamatti plays a... Yeah, okay. I've I feel like that. a lot of movies default to Paul Giamatti plays a... a Intellectual. Yeah. Just to clarify, will all of these be about the um, involved movies nominated um, at this Oscars? No, no, no. Okay, fine. a couple of them do. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, I think two or three of them do. Okay. I just started with that one because it was the easiest one. Oh, oh God. That's the easiest one. <laughs> Jesus. Now, here we go. Racial tensions overflow after a dispute about the photos on the wall of a Brooklyn pizzeria ran by a young woman who was resurrected using the brain of an unborn fetus. So many, so, words. Words. so many words. So many words. That's I, all I'm thinking there. I, is so many pizza words. Pizza and racist. Pizza, racist, <laughs> pizza, uh, brain. Someone got resurrected from a brain. What's that um, 80s movie where she um, gets, uh, oh my God, the guy from Breakfast okay. Club. Can you read it one more time? <laughs> yeah. There's too many words. Racial tensions overflow after a dispute about the photos on the wall. He's of got it. Dave's got it. Yeah. Make the noise. Oh, no, no. I'm just, I Ran by a young woman. Who was resurrected using the brain of an unborn fetus? Okay, the first part is that Spike Lee movie, which now I can't think of the name. Uh, which is where he throws a garbage can through the window. Am I am I am I on the right track with this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, what the fuck is the name of that movie? Uh, um, uh, uh, with Danny Aiello, uh, is it it? <laughs> so I'm just harmonizing the us. <laughs> what are you saying over here? I don't want to guess in case I'm wrong. That, it's okay to be wrong. There's no limit on guesses. Uh, I don't. My Spike Lee knowledge is not great. Okay. Uh, Bo did he do Boys in the Hood? No, it's not. Okay. The, it's. Um, I was worried if I get it wrong, it's, it's racial based reasons for getting it wrong. Okay, what's it's the me brain? not knowing the movies? No, no, it's fine. What's the brain fetus <laughs> bit? Uh, the I was thinking of Weird Science, but it's not Weird brain? Science. Where's a movie where there's a brain? Franken young fetus. Frankenstein. I don't know. Brain of a fetus. It could be. Oh, it could be poor things. Because that's in that movie. Oh, he's still, still on the Oscar oh. new movies. So it would be... Something Things. Oh, it's that Spike Lee movie mixed, mixed with four things. What, what, what the fuck the name of the movie? What era is a Spike Lee movie from? It's like the 80s. Oh, that's I too think. long ago. Uh, do the right poor things. Do the right poor things is correct. Yes, yes. yes. Is, that, is, that, is that the correct noise thing? Was that the timer? I had enough time to come up with it. No, that was the correct noise oh, thing, okay. not the timer. I that was a timer. Yeah, I, make <laughs> it, I control the timer and make you just barely get it in under the wire every keep time. The, keep the suspense up, man. Dave's really good at this. I click this to turn it into a stopwatch or whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, that was do the poor things. Do the poor right things. Yeah, don't add extra layer of pressure. So it's already something we're not very good at. Uh, next one. A man lost in the wilderness imagines himself as the protagonist of the play of traveling theater group, spending his entire life at a cocktail party amongst a couple fighting with one another through house guests. Is okay. so, this Christopher Ga Nolan? Great Gatsby, right? Mm -hmm. Is the end of that? Oh, is it? And is the first one a Christopher Nolan movie uh, where he's called the protagonist with uh, Thingy Washington, his son? Tenet. Tenet. I don't know what you're talking about. So, well, hang on. Say the beginning of that clue. Maybe I've got that completely. I just I'm texting the answer to Jake so he oh, can laugh you at you guys uh, being really far off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well then, 
Okay. <clears throat> it's not ten. A man lost in the wilderness imagines himself as the protagonist of the. I wouldn't. I, I would. It wouldn't use his name in it if it was. Oh, that. So it's protagonist. Not um, <laughs> no, because yeah. I have more integrity than that. I just script. heard a word. <laughs> I heard a word. We're not that smart, so you could do that. Uh, you be fine. Of the play of a you traveling theater. You could say group. the name of the movie in your clue, <laughs> and I still wouldn't get the movie. Spins his, and spending his entire life at a cocktail party amongst a couple. Fighting through one another oh. via house guests. I mean, this I had to look via up the plot to both guests. of these. I mean, a couple fighting via. You can house tell guests. when I haven't seen them because they're way longer. Because yeah, I had to Google yeah, both yeah, plots yeah, and combine yeah. them. Yeah, and yet you still won't even put one word answer, one word clue in the in the. Can you give us a clue? I will. I, you can actually. I'll tell you this. There's one, two, three, four, five, six words in this one. <laughs> you can ask me <laughs> for any of the words, and I'll give it to you. Tell me the number. Well, you want the first word, the second word, the third, fourth, fifth, or sixth? Can I have all six words, please? <laughs> no, but some of them will really help. Okay, uh, words. Oh, what, what, but a couple of them won't help the, at all. Not the first, but maybe, maybe the last. Maybe the last. Okay, that's the last one. the last Wolf. Word. Oh, so is it wolf of... Is wolf it? of... Is it wolf the of last wolf? word is wolf. The last word is wolf. I know, I'm trying to... Look. So you're like, is it the first <laughs> word? I'm trying to reverse, engi- <laughs> reverse engineer that. Uh, maybe it could be the wolf of the wolf, wolf. Ooh. <laughs> You get a combine Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street, Street and and um, uh, Dances with Wolves. Ooh, that would be good. The Wolf of Wolves. That is a man lost in. He's not really lost in the wilderness. He's okay, kind of it, alone. It ends on Wolf. So something Wolf, Virginia Wolf. No, I'm just. I I'm, thought it was a great. Gatsby, I literally, so I'm if really I was listening right to this now. podcast right now, I'd be like, "Is that British guy the dumbest man on the no, planet?" No, 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 no. People will just be screaming the answer, or also not sure. Okay. Everyone's very on board. It's, okay. it's so many words that by the time you get to the end, I've forgotten the first words you said. Yeah, uh, that's what, that's life for you. <laughs> is that what? In a way, this podcast cats in the is cradle it? and the I'm, silver spoon. <laughs> okay, uh, who's lost in the who's lost in the woods in a movie? It's like that. What's that uh, Leonardo um, DiCaprio movie where he's like oh, he's like crawling no, around he's on his shook belly? His head though. Okay, so no. Um, so dear, uh, what's the one with the? Dear? I can't think. Of one of you named. The you know when you watch someone on? A, you know when you watch someone on, on TV on a game show and yeah. they don't know the easiest mm-hmm. answers. This is not this one. This one sounds great and is not easy. I haven't seen either of these. One movies. of them is we said we said the Wolf movie, not Dances with Wolves. No. The Lone Wolf. Oh, Virginia Wolf. Uh-huh. Okay. What's the plot it's just, of Virginia? It's um, it's called something something Virginia Wolf. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. You, if you don't know those okay. words, we I might be called... stuck. <laughs> okay, but we can reverse engineer this. So okay. Virginia is a place that has wolves. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're, you're like you reverse playing? engineering the geography <laughs> of the Are title. You reverse <laughs> engineering the whole game into <laughs> a different game. <laughs> they have to mash together, right? Like at some point, there's a crossover of words. Forty-year-old Virginia Wolf. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah but you crossover. haven't said the word where the crossover is yet. Oh, yeah, it's called me. what in the name of Virginia Wolf or something like that, right? <laughs> oh, dear. all right. You want to move on? Jake, give us a hit. Come on. You want to move on? Give us a why is why are you looking at Jake? He knows the answer. He's laughing at us. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're looking for Bo is afraid of Virginia Wolf. Oh, he's afraid. Bo is Bo. Bo. Bo is afraid of Virginia Wolf. Bo? Bo is afraid. I haven't seen. I, it's, I don't it's know. It's hard we haven't seen the movie. Um, I mean, that one's tough. You either really. You, it's Ari Aster's movie. It's like very, very, very long. I'd say it's yeah. misleading to say that it's about a man lost in the wilderness. It's a tough. So. Dis- well, Thank it's, you, it's, a, it's a very tough. It's a very, British very man. tough uh, plot to come up with. Yeah, I agree. And I also didn't want to read too much and you spoil have, it. <laughs> so I just read people's synopsis. You could have read the easiest clue. We're going to say Ar, uh, Ari Aster has a four hour metaphor for his relationship for his mom at a cocktail party with house guests. Okay. Um, all right. Wow. The next one's, I think we get into a little more mainstream here. Okay, good. Um, 
A bunch of oddball characters join the police force, and amongst the candidates are the A-list girl clique at a high school. Something mean girls. So something goes. And that's it? Yes. Oh, I thought there was an and. So hang on. Oddballs join the police No, you can force. tell when I've seen the movies because it's just a real quick, like, yeah. I, I can know the plot without having but to it. Won't be, it won't be I police academy. I thought it was academy, police academy. But, but then you've got police in the... T- is it? Oh. Police academy. Well, hang on. Girls. Somebody's changed this tune. He's put the bloody word in the clue. <laughs> He's going, he's not the protagonist, you I just, I just added police when you told me I could put the words in the clues because it just, it just, <laughs> it right. said the law enforcement. Police girls. Close. Poly, Combine them up. Poly girls. Poly, poly. Poly girls. <laughs> poly girls is like a new HBO Max oh, it's, show. Yeah. It's police academy girls. Ah, uh, this guy. It's just the fifth clue, and I still don't quite understand the game. <laughs> Police girls. Uh, no, we're four or five clues in, you're yelling poly girls. Like, <laughs> Euphoria has, like, a new podcast where they recap episodes. You know how oh Americans think Brits are more intelligent than Americans? I'm doing my damnedest to completely <laughs> reverse that, that stereotype. Uh, all right. We got, uh, let me see. Are there any 90-minute action movies in here? Because um, I think Chris is going to clean maybe. up on that one. Oh, okay. In order to join a space program, a man assumes the DNA identity of a valid man, but his plan is complicated by a group of felines hoping to be the chosen one so they can ascend. Something cats. You've known one of them immediately the every D- time. The cats. DNA thing. The DNA thing made me think of Avatar, but I don't know if that's so a space correct. program. Um, joining a space is that um, a poc- um, Armageddon Armageddon is not has not much to do with the DNA <laughs> no program DNA. it's mostly about blowing up do you know what I did that I just picked the one space word movie. I like yeah, from yeah, that yeah, clue yeah. which is space program <laughs> yeah, I know I know <laughs> space program and I was like ah, the rest will work itself out <laughs> I said uh, when yeah, I just say a space and you're like alright I got it. can this. we get one more, time? one more time in order to join a space program a man assumes the DNA identity of a valid man but his plan is complicated by a group of felines hoping to be the chosen one so they can ascend to a new life. Felines? So it's cat. He said yeah. I'm correct with cats. Mm-hmm. We don't need to worry about felines. I had to look up this We've other nailed, plot. We've nailed cats. The valid man, the DNA of a valid man. The DNA of a valid What's a valid man? What is a valid what's man? What's an invalid it, man? I don't know. Reverse. Oh, an like, invalid. Like an invalid? It seemed to be like a proper noun in the description of this movie. Like it was like a... This was the Space terminology program used. of a valid. Is it through Star Wars? You guys swung in on a hard day of this game too. Did we? Are you just trying to be nice? No, no. This one, I wouldn't get this one. Okay. The reason I host this is so I don't have to try and get any. Uh, I think just you know what? Let's just give up. <laughs> Come on, man. This um, is life. I val- this is life. You can't just fucking give up. This is why I brought Dave. This is why I brought Dave with me. I would have left this garage thirty minutes ago if he wasn't here. Um, valid man, the space program of a valid oh, man. It's so funny because this is the movie I thought you had maybe seen of all of these from the description, but maybe you just haven't. I but you know what? I haven't seen this. It, but it's if hang on, I've seen every space movie, but I, I don't think I've <laughs> really. That's the best quote of the bundle. I've seen every space. Oh man, the third. Th- Judy Dench is in it. Yeah. Dude, the Judy, Judy Dench thing will be the clip. Okay, well she wasn't in this. <laughs> Like a first, oh, you got you wrote this I've like you had never space seen it. Movie. It's like a, that's uh, a thing a crazy guy in a bar says to you. I've seen every space movie. <laughs> uh, 
Um, you're like, all right, dude, just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm just trying to close out. Where's Judy Dench? She's like, all right, just um, okay. Um, space movie. Uh, I got space balls. Space. We're cats. looking for space cats. Gattacats. Oh, Gattaca. Oh, nice thing. Gattaca. 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 I've seen it. I have seen that. Hmm. Well, there you go. At least we know he's not a liar. <laughs> Everything checks out. He's seen Gattaca. Well, this one has a space movie too, so I, we'll see if you figure it out. Can you do another episode of this with just Dave and you purely quiz him on, on every space, space movie? Movies? Spa- just space movies? Space special with Dave Guffrey. We'll call it The Rights Tough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, final one. Oh, has a little this. bit to do with space. Okay. Come on, man. This is... Thank uh, you. Of all the titles smashed together, this one is the m- biggest reach. Okay. Okay. I'd say the titles have been pretty good smashed together. Okay, so they, far. they sound good. At this the end. one, yeah. the this process one, to get to them is Bo, a nightmare. Bo is afraid of Virginia Woolf. That's the same amount of syllables as Who is Afraid okay, of Virginia Woolf. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one yeah. sounds pretty good. No, that was a great one. They got the soft vowel. Okay. We haven't, I haven't been giving you any props because I'm just yeah. still reeling. From Sorry, the, just to let you know. If you get this one, you win the podcast. Just yet, we're not, it's not a character assassination uh, mm-hmm. towards you and sure. the preparation you've gone into. It's more of. Um, I'm more annoyed at myself. Our own and embarrassment. I'm, taking, I'm sorry if I've and I didn't taken even, it on I, I do have to say, I usually give the shout out at the end of the game. A lot of these titles are written by podcast fans okay. who on Discord submit titles okay. and, and stuff. So, um, Sume Ume, Masubi, and Bubs, the three names. That I thought that was another clue. <laughs> yeah. was, oh, no. What movie is that? Oh. Uh, well, we just need your 60-year-old who's interested in Asian culture for that. Um <laughs> Okay, here's our last one. It's Get called serious, Detective. Guys. Worst Get title smashed together, but in the way that makes me happy. Okay, we got, we got this. Okay. When an asteroid threatens to collide with Earth, uh, Armageddon. The only person who can. Could you imagine if it was Armageddon? You brought can't, it up earlier. It can't be Armageddon. It's not the Armageddon. only person who can save them is a girl whose birth is linked to an unidentified spider species with healing properties. So deep, deep impact. Is it deep? Oh, I was gonna say uh, deep impact <coughs> arachnophobia. No, oh, it's deep impact. Correct. No. Is it Armageddon? Yes. What was the other? Yeah. Uh, it is Armageddon. <laughs> it is Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Why would you trick this? Why are you tricking us? Why are you tricking us? I didn't. I just said, could you imagine if it was? I needed you to imagine that it was. And you did. Okay, so can you say the oh. second half again? Uh, uh, <laughs> the only person bit. who can save them is give us the spider bit should honestly be the title of this movie. Uh, is a girl whose birth is linked to an unidentified <laughs> spider species with healing properties. A girl whose birth... I bet neither of you have seen this movie. I haven't seen it. I don't know. We can, we can reverse it. <laughs> we can't. You say it every time. That sounds even... like a line from this movie based on the dialogue around it. Armageddon, yeah. Armageddon don't touch the spider. Armageddon, Is that a movie? Armageddon. Is don't touch the spider even a movie? <laughs> I think... Yeah, Dave is the most optimistic human. I will tell you this one. This one, the second title is in the middle of Armageddon. We start Armageddon. We end um, Armageddon. Oh, it goes uh, armor something... Don. Oh. Get on. Armageddon. Arma, Arma get the get the get, get the, the spider don. Arma get this yeah, get the bite. Think of Arma, stuff that Arma Arma is real. Arac- Arachna. <laughs> Arma Just first Arac- think of anything that actually exists. Spider. <laughs> that is a movie. Uh, <laughs> but we don't know. <laughs> This one is an infuriating title. You literally said we won't know the movie. I think you've both know this movie and have heard of it and just haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's even though you have AMC maybe is, you have. Is Morgan Freeman in this movie? No. I mean, oh, I hang on, Madame Webb. That's the movie that's come out that's not been very well received. Armageddon, get Armageddon, Armageddon, Arma, Madam Web, Armageddon. Oh, my brain is bad. Madam Arm, Armageddon, 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 Webb, Don. Yes, yes. 
Yes, he yes, finished we did his it. Joke. Oh boy. Oh my oh, god. Oh, that is it. Oh my god, we're ending there. End on a strong We're ending one. it all there. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I had had nine vodkas before this. Oh, if that's that's so funny. I uh, I'm more sober than I've ever been. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so be um, yeah, Chris, really thanks for being here. here. Thanks, man. Dave, thanks oh, for god. being here. Dave, that was a blast. Though. Chris, yeah. uh, thanks for having never seen Maestro. No worries. Uh, let everyone know what you got going, where to find you. Um, I, Ooh, I started sweating in like the good way. Yeah. Um, you can abuse my lack of any knowledge um, on all <laughs> social media at Chris M Comedy uh, on all of them because of the guy from Coldplay. And I have an album coming out on the thir 23rd of February, uh, which you can get from all the streamy places. Um, and it will be on YouTube as a special if you want to see the video version of it. Great. And then can we plug Dave? Yes, Dave's just to plug something. We'll you just say, or we can find you on in East Hollywood on a. Stop saying the address. Let's well, remind everyone to go back yeah, and yeah, search yeah, for the yeah, address yeah, if yeah. they forgot. No. I didn't say the address that time. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, David Guthrie, and um, um, yeah. Can we? Can I also plug the fact that you played a hundred board games in a hundred days, and they? Could, or are you trying to move away from that? No, you can plug. You can plug but you've also got a very. I love the name of you. You still got Instagram? Yeah, Gamey Lannister. Gamey Lannister. Great. Good pun. That is great. Yeah, the clue for that would be a uh, thing you play with friends with arch nemesis. The from most disappointing payoff to a great character arc in yes. television history uh, goes ladders, 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 and then one big shoot. There we go. That's why you get paid to do the questions uh, and we get paid to not do the answers. Hilarious. I love that. All right. Thank you guys so much. I, uh, thank you for those who submitted Thanks. the before and afters on the Discord, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Whew. That was Thank you so, so much. Funny. That was very fun. That was so funny uh, and fun. Are we the worst guesses to no, have ever? Oh, wow. Wow. Thank you again to Chris. Thanks so much to Dave for being here as well. Shout out to our producer, Jake Robinson, here in uh, Jake's studio. You guys are the best. Thank you for listening. I want to give a special shout out to everybody who subscribes at the Physical Stuff and More tier. You should have some hand-drawn images of movies I've uh, uh, seen coming your way with some stickers and merch as well. Shout out to Masubi, Daniel T, Logan, James, Patrick A, Heidi H, Brand P, Devin F, Jacob M, Matt M, uh, Daniel D, Hannah S, Jerry Lynn K, Brianna M, uh, Eric H, Trevor B, Quinn P, Jesse M, Brandon, uh, aka Bogdude A, Pamela F, Eric S, Lacey A, Chris J, Vanessa T, thank you so much. Uh, anyone who subscribes to that tier, you know, I, I try and give you shout outs here because it really helps me out in the show a ton with our costs, especially now that we're independent. And, uh, you know, I send you some merch. Like I said, I drew some movie scenes by hand and sent those out this month. They should have arrived. I try and send a bigger thing every a few months to offset some shipping. Anyways, thank you guys. Thanks to everyone who subscribes to Discord. Please... Please come out to these live dates, Colorado, as well as the Pacific Northwest coming up. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. You can find me online uh, if you want. Thank you. Thank you.